Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez. And the guy next to me with the depleting hairline that you can see through that little spot up there is... <laughs> the depleting <laughs> You can't see it from the front, only from the back. You know what I mean? Pause. <laughs> it's your boy Cash, aka Exec P. Was happening, good people. We back, episode one forty eight. Man, I'm I'm I'm, here. I'm happy to be here, man. A lot of a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Not not such a serious podcast. Nah, 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 nah. This was uh, man. It's it's. A couple of different topics that we got to go on here, but uh, Cash, before I get too far into it, for the new people who ain't never heard of us, don't know what we do, can you please enlighten them? Why the hell y'all don't know what we do by now? Y'all sure already know what we do by now. It's music, sports, entertainment, culture, each and every week at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We put on for the underground. We put on for the mainstream. We give great conversations, great interviews. Tap in with us, man. Go subscribe. Go to our Patreon if you want to get early access to these episodes. It's right here. Patreon.com forward slash DSC underscore podcast. DSCpodcast.com if you want to go straight to our website and listen to the episodes. Download them. Comment. That's the only way we get these streaming numbers up. You know what I mean? You have to subscribe. If you're listening to this right now on YouTube, you don't subscribe, we don't get paid. We don't monetize. If you like seeing dope content like this, help us. Help your viewing pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and cash, don't don't don't, don't hit at the people too hard, man. If, I'm just if we I continue did, to get they new, don't know. They don't know what they don't know. They don't if we know. continue getting new people, that means we grown. We grown. We get yeah. we get organic, organic. You know what I mean? So we don't we don't play with the bots. We don't we don't do the yeah. bots thing. We 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 ain't missed the popularity out here. We ain't got the gift of gab. But what we do have, when it when it all equals out to that real shit. That's where you can come. Don't sleep on the couch podcast. Yep, yep, yep. And as you spoke on on for the Patreon, or we usually have a bonus episode, monthly bonus episode. This this month's bonus episode would be uh Blood in the Garden, the book we're reviewing, right? We're gonna have that. Yeah, we already gave we, in fact, we already gave them a bonus episode on Saturday when we interviewed Know It All. So there you go. Hey, hey, hey. We may give you an additional one. You never know. When you sign up for Patreon, we are working. We are working. So we're going to give <laughs> you another one. We're going to give you two bonuses if you're, if you're a Patreon person. We put it out. We give it a couple hours, a couple days, and then we release it to the public. So y'all, y'all tap in. Blood in the Garden is a New York Knicks book about the 90s on just a lot of the inner workings of the Knicks organization. <laughs> if y'all didn't know, I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm happy that my man... Prez, he actually obliged to read this book because I, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Uh, so what do we have on the agenda for this episode? I mean, we we got a lot, man. Your man Kodak got popped, shot Ooh. for those civilians out there. You know what I mean? So, you know, health, health to him, man. Like, I mean, we it's just like every other week we see something like this. You know, the baby got into a scuffle. With his baby mama's brother, we gonna touch on that. We also what what else we got? We got a few drops. You know, I know Yo Gotti. You spoke on the Yo Gotti. I will lightly touch on how dope that project is. Mozzie just signed a CMG, so we'll touch on Mozzie and that, and then the ramifications. What we think Mozzie's you know career is gonna go from here because we are both big fans of Mozzie. So that's mm-hmm. that's that's what we're gonna talk about from there. Ti is now a comedian. So he went from joking about being able to, you know, 
have a versus against Buster Rhymes or anybody or Jay-Z or whoever to joking actually on a real stage. So this may suit him. I mean, we, we got a lot of things. Y'all, y'all stick around. That's just some of the stuff that we're getting into. And last but certainly not least, we have our man Patty Honcho and producer Greenery coming on as well to discuss their project, Brawler Round 5. So that's that's the show, man. Well, Cash, you forgot one thing. And I, you know what? Since you, you left it out, I'll I go ahead and ease his own into it. And that's where we'll kind of start off at. Yeah, Cash, I ain't going to let you slide. I ain't going to let you slide. You know where I'm going with this. You know where I'm going with this, man. Your your boy cannot stay at these headlines. He's chasing him. He's chasing him. You would think think a 40-something-year-old man could be comfortable with himself and where he going in life. We talking about... I don't know what he want to be called. Is it Kanye? Is it Kanye West? Is it uh, Tenor? Is it I Am A God? Is it uh, Yeezy? Is it Yeezus? Is it, uh, you know, uh, just Ye? I don't, what I don't is he know, going man. by? I, 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 it finally got me. It's, here's something I can't I can defend these, 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 these actions, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Ah, man. Let, let, let the people, let the people uh, know why, why we... Have Ye leading off. Okay. So we bringing up we bringing up Kanye, because Kanye, as y'all know, is coming out with Donda 2, uh, which he alluded to at the beginning of the year that he was gonna come out with future producing. And just that, that's enough. Like I was literally talking to somebody the other day about this. Uh, you know, when I after I had spent took Monday off. Monday was my uh, wife's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, survive. You know, we took out and everything. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm talking to somebody uh, about this, man. I was just like, why does Kanye do these things? It's not for the publicity. Like, you can't tell me that Ye is a less is a less popular artist than J. Cole. I don't want to hear. I, I, we know he's better. His brand, everything that he does is better. And J. Cole can drop a silent drop like album, you know, and just release it and it's going to do numbers. Not many people got to do the promotion like they do, like they used to do back in the day. Drake just puts a black billboard up with a couple words up in here. Hey, this person's on the album, and that's that's enough. So why do we continually get these antics or some people saying, like, oh, he's just trying to promote the album? You don't need these antics no more. You don't. So what I'm getting to, Kanye put out a tweet and just basically said, Kid Cudi is not going to be part a part of his album. Now, as we know, just Kanye, uh, he has a collaboration when he's building albums and stuff like that. I'm giving, I'm gonna use that word, collaboration, instead of what what it used to be called. You know what I mean? What it could be, ghostwriting. Uh, but, came into uh, the game like that. Came he has collaboration. Like that, so, yeah, yeah, he came, he came in like that, and a big shift and pivot. And where he went was when he got Kid Cudi in "808" and "Heartbreaks" and a lot of those songs, and a lot of those songs after that, and things of that nature. The the big ones. I remember flashing lights, like all the, all those like great hits. Like some of them is mm-hmm. Kid Cudi involved. Like they make good music together. You know, they must did a solo little project together. You know what I mean? Kid See Ghost. So great, great music. Those two team up, they're amazing together. But some kind of way is always some friction or something up in there. And for the past couple of times, it's been more hinted at Kanye's attitude towards relationship than anything, right? So Kanye goes out there and say he will not be on the album because he's a friend of you know who. Who he's alluding to is uh, Pete Davidson. So 
from what I'm hearing, they was friends before whatever happened through Kanye. I don't know how long that's been going on. I don't, I'm not in their inner circle, so it may, it may be some little personal stuff. He may have started trying to get at his wife way before then and and uh, kick Cuddy note. But as a 40 year old man, your business is your business. Why put I all I your know. business? Ain't no gossip site. TMZ ain't reporting this. Why are you putting out? All your business out there and getting everybody involved in it. That, that's the part that kind of irked me when I seen his little message. And it's just like, like I said, the stuff that he do outside of music, Kanye, Kanye does some good things. I don't like the direction of his last couple albums with all the little churchy tones and stuff like this. I haven't liked all that. Other people still do. His music still rings in, in, in certain circles, right? So, but the outside kind of affects me. Now, because I hear too much of it going into any album that he's going to, that just takes me away from it. like, man, do I even want to continue to support that, man? Like, and that's where it gets me. He forces us into it's these like, situations. We take one step forward, and we'll get to this song a little bit later when we talk about some of the singles. We take one step forward, we get Diet Coke from Pusha T. Yeah, yeah, produced well, yeah, produced well, eighty-eight keys and yay. And in the multitude of other composers on here, but you know, you know, Ye's hands is all all in this as well. So I'm like, yeah, whew, he doing this type of stuff for for a push, and we could expect another Daytona type push of vibe, and we're gonna be good this spring or whenever the pro you know project comes. And then here comes this tweet. I mean, I'm a, I gotta ask you, Press, as a 40 year old man yourself with a lot of gray in your beard and a lot of wisdom. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't believe we've ever acted like this. We have mutual friends together. I don't think we have anybody that we don't rock with, like, or I have a really angst against, but we've never been like that. Like, if we don't like somebody, we just don't fuck with them. That don't mean you can't fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of shit? Exactly. Is that like I mean I get it the wife and all that you know Pete Davidson being around in the past, but fam, I mean if we really keeping it a buck, Kim has kept it really cordial with him throughout this whole process. So whoever she wants to date, once she calls it quits, you have to. This is classic narcissism, man. Like you have to fall back. Like she could date who she wants to date, man. Whether it was one of your friends from the past or not, it's over. It's done. She she can go do whatever she wants. Maybe Pete wasn't rocking with her or trying to holler at her on the side all along. That's neither here nor there. You did what you did. Y'all are no longer together. You have no say-so, brother. You know, all of these antics with North being on TikTok and him having something to say about that. It's just reeks of a man that's not in control. And now he's just tweeting out shit like, with Cut come on, man. Cuddy, Cuddy has giving you a lot in terms of just music, you know what I mean? Being a contributor to what you do, you know, one of your, your best albums and you, he has a lot of, them. you know, uh, I don't know, man, what's the joint with devil in, um, devil in the boot dress. Why am I blanking? Um, on this, on this album. Anyway. I, yeah. My dog twisted fantasy. Get the long ass title out. My beautiful <laughs> twisted dark fantasy. Yeah, Kid Cudi yeah, had yeah, yeah, yeah. his hands involved in all of that. And then what happens? We have a point to where friction arises, and this has absolutely 
nothing to do with Kid Cudi. I don't even think that Kid Cudi and Pete Davidson are that tight of boys for this to even be an issue. But yet, Kanye brings it up. And I guess out there in Hollywood, man, all publicity is good publicity, you know, even if it's stupid shit like this. I don't, I don't even know why his time is occupied with this. So, you know, I don't even want to give Kanye that much more light to the platform in terms of this stupid shit. If it, if it ain't about music, man, I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, man. I don't really want to talk about this, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This is what I've been saying for the longest. Y'all keep bringing them up and like y'all keep saying it. And like, it, it's almost to the point, I don't want to review his albums. Like, cause <laughs> it's clown shit. But we got it's, to. It's, clown it's, shit, it's right? like his music. I got. I got to try to sit. I got to try to separate the music from it. And it's just like to a point where. But but me, like brother, like, this dude is. I wouldn't mess with him. Like like if, like if it, at a certain point, even if we was friends before, bro, I'm cutting y'all. Like it, it, this is just ridiculous. Like you ain't gonna make me choose who I want to hang out with. Like we ain't married. <laughs> we're, we're friends, you know what I mean. Like so, wow. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't like them, or whatever. Like, okay, I won't hang out with the person while you're wow, not it's around. Wild, man. Believe me, I don't. I don't. It, it, we don't know what they talking about, but I'm pretty sure they ain't talking about Kanye when they yeah, when he's they the chatted last up. thing. Like he I can avoid the last certain thing things on my mind if I have <laughs> if I'm if I'm Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian in front of me. Kanye's the last thing on my mind. <laughs> if you know what I mean, but anyway, man, uh, let's let's move on, man. Diet Coke, Pusha T, new single drop this week. Um, man, if this is what's to come, if this is what's to come, man, keep selling, keep talking. February is turning into a tough, tough month, man. If this is this, is this supposed to release this February, right? I don't know. I, don't know. I didn't right? hear anything about releases. I uh, haven't read anything. I haven't really deep, deep dived on to uh, social media to see if there's anything uh, with it coming soon. Two chains, Yo Gotti, not this. Like, and, and February is just like, like I said, it's coming out strong, man. Like, we had the little low last year before we got into these nice albums. It was like the J. Cole, before, before J. Cole came out, it was kind of nice little low. They gave a little room for other people to sneak in. People didn't grab it. Like, not everybody gravitated to the opportunity. So, but hey, this year, they say, like, nah, we've been holding off of this. I guess concerts are back on, so everybody want to drop their stuff. But can't can't forget the big crit. Uh, so cool, like man, like it's just yeah. This this has been going going solid. I'm really enjoying this February music wise. Uh, that's that's the top tier underground. Like I mean, as you want to say, I mean, we just had Patty Huncho on with the Brawler Five and stuff like this. So, hey, uh, Jr. just released another single. So. <sighs> Yeah, it's, it's it's been going good. Yeah, like you said, man, it's equal on both sides. From whether and and I to take a page out of our man Vaughn book from um Great Minds podcast. Shout out to him and Nums, man. Like I almost hate saying underground and mainstream and all that. It's just shit that I like. A lot of the shit that I like from the people that I yeah. like is dropping. You know, whether it's in those categories that the masses tend to lead, you tend to um you know label. You know what I mean? So you got. I'm still bumping Nip, Nick Grant's Welcome to Loveland, Earl Sweatshirt stuff. Uh, some of the singles, like you said, Big Crit, Umbra by uh, JR. Uh, Weather Report 2, you know, JR and King James. Uh, know It All, just had Know It All. Mm -hmm. Check out that interview. Just knocked that out and released that yesterday. 
So it's a lot, a lot of stuff, man. R.J. Payne, Che Noor, you know, Greenery release something, the cook up. Like oh. it's man, it's been a good year already, bro. Already? Like, I, like as you name it, man, this is a already, good year. It's so much. It's so good that, <laughs> like, you know, sometimes I I got a, like a music room, production room up here, you know, for the podcast, and sometimes I find myself up here even more this this first, uh, you know, quarter or two months of the year. Because I'm just sometimes I'm up here just having a sip of my yak and just listening to all of the the dope music and R and B. To be honest with you, hasn't even really picked up yet. They they're behind the the power curve. Typically, you know, it's last year to me it was stronger R and B, in my opinion, um, than than uh, rap music. But you know, so but that's giving me time to revisit some old R and B and and stuff like that. So like it's it's a good good feeling, man, to have a lot of. A lot of good music, and if you ain't tapping in with us and getting to know what's dropping each and every week, at the very least, we can give you that. You know what I mean? Tap into us for I updates. I get what you're saying, Kat. That's that's what we'll give you, man. You know, if you struggle, R and B is leaving a little bit more. of room. R and B is leaving a little week. bit of room. We ain't gonna have that many in November. We ain't gonna have that many in November, <laughs> no. baby. But not this right? week though, because Mary <laughs> J, the queen of soul, you know, of R and B, whatever you want to label her, man, OG herself. She delivered a really, really, really good project, man. I was skeptical. So I'm just going to give y'all Mary J's project real quick. It's called Good Morning Gorgeous. I just got to say, man, I haven't spent a whole lot of time with it, Press, but this, this Mary J is a really good project, man. I wasn't expecting a lot, and, I, and here's why. The DJ Khaled single. I didn't know where they was going with it. DJ Khaled was doing his best Swizz Beats, I apologize, Swizz. Sometimes when you all over the record saying your name and saying words and just injecting your voice into it, sometimes I don't care for it. Sometimes I do. But that's what Khaled was doing on a single, so I was skeptical going into it. But this is classic classic Mary, man. She got Anderson Pac on here, smoked it. As far as a feature, Dave East did really well. Fabio Foreign. Yeah, he, he rap. He had a verse. Usher. Usher is on here. Ah. Uh... So it's it's good all, all across the board, man. And I sent this to my wife who, you know, I, when I live with a non-music head. So, but even she been bumping it, man. So I'm I'm, I'm loving this Mary. And then also uh, Jasmine Sullivan, Hotels, Motels, the Deluxe. So that, that dropped. So I got to get into yeah. that. Haven't had a chance to check it out, but. Yeah, I so have checked those out. But I I and, seen um, that it dropped. What else, what else dropped back to back to rap? Um, any other singles of rap? I know Juicy J and Wiz Khalifa dropped. If y'all don't know out there, Wiz Khalifa, Juicy J, these are some of my uh, we all got our guilty pleasures, and that's not to say that these guys don't make good music. They make good music for the mute the mood that I'm in at the time. I want to listen to their music. And Wiz Khalifa and Juicy J, man, I, I can't wait to get into this, man. Like, I don't even, I don't even, from the second it dropped, I know I'm going to listen. I don't care. I can listen to all the hippity hop, rapidy rap shit, basement, underground, overground, whatever you want to label it. Anytime these two drop, I'm going to listen. And nine times out of ten, I'm probably going to enjoy it. So that that's my guilty pleasure, guys. <clears throat> two of, two of many. And I, I like if you caught the episode I did last week. I know it was only audio. Hey, hey Cash does the video little portion, so hey, he, he did a good thing on promoting it. But like what I said on the audio portion was like, man, I ain't got time for all these top 
top five, top 10 list. Like I can get that as your influences and stuff like this and where you're going on it. But uh, I'm more of now, I think, who makes an impact on something? Like, are they an impactful artist? And that's how I'm going to let lay, start labeling it. You know, when I said, like, when I was talking about 2 chains and uh, and Yo Gotti, like, they, they are impactful. They're a big portion of how to define a sound. And, yo, anytime, like, I'm going to make sure I get praise. I don't need no top. T- who's a top five? Like, that, that shit is getting overplayed. Top, 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 yeah. The GOAT like term is getting safe. overplayed to me. Are, are they an impact? Are they an impactful person on on the in that genre? And I, I think that's how I'm going to start labeling. Yeah. And then, you know, kind of veering slightly off topic, but on topic, that's why I was like, man, you know, kind of coming into 2022 and who we wanted to interview. You know, I know we have a lot of underground artists on, but I do want to start venturing out into, um, you know, not to disrespect anybody, but like just people that's making dope shit. Like, I don't care if it's boom bap. Or anything like that. Like, I just care. If it sounds good to me and it, I enjoy it, I want to have them on the podcast, regardless of where they're from, who they, you know, who they're um, linked to, how many followers they got. If the music is jamming, I want to have them on because, like we say all the time, it's different moods that we be in. And sometimes we won't, don't want to hear super introspective emo shit that has a place. But sometimes I'm just not in that space to listen to it. I just want to hear stuff that's uplifting or stuff that's takes my mind off of things. You know what I mean? So, you know, I get what you're saying, bro. Oh, man. And also, something that happened last week, uh, Lupe Fiasco dropped that Hustler song. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember this. That was on, like, the Touch mm-hmm. the Sky mixtape. So... You know, popped over to that piff. Once I heard that song, I was like, no, I want to hit a whole mixtape. Went back in, in that little zone, listened to a couple of Lupe. Uh, first and 15, man, first and Fahrenheit. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, man, those those were some good. Man, I miss the mixtape. <laughs> I miss those mixtapes, like how, how they used to be kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong. I like where we get with the EPs and you get a more definition of a sound, but I also appreciated those old mixtape eras, man. And, uh, you know, uh, when I'm listening to the... Uh, uh, when I'm listening to the Lupe, the DJ yelling out the mixtape.com and all this, where we used to have to go to like get get all these and, you know, artists still got yeah. paid off those, you know what I mean? Or the DJ did, you know what I mean? And I don't know how they cut it for, for the artists, but I mean, I know we're still paying for those things and they get mailed out and everything. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. But song drove me back to the catalog, uh, went back and listened at that, man. And yeah, Lupe just realizing why I had him in such high regard and like my 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 list of uh of rappers in that yeah man you know? go listen to so much more with um featuring yummy bingham or search that on YouTube. That's like one of my favorite mixtape Lupe tracks man where it's just like the sample, her voice, Lupe, what Lupe was saying was like that that's what made me rock with him man. And um yeah just food that food and liquor so cool and uh What's the other joint that came out after it? Um, he had a he just had a three album run that's for a lyrical guy. Yeah, out of this world production, yeah. and then his his whole little setup too. Like how he always gonna lead you on. Like he'll tell you something in the first verse, second verse goes somewhere a little bit different, then tie it back in with the first verse on the third verse. Like he was 
that part was very evident in that mixtape too, how he would kind of like tell a story and loop it back around, you know, to hit a point or, you know, to pick up a punchline that he said in that first That's it. That first verse. I'm shooting my shot. I'm sending Lupe multiple DMs today. <laughs> we are getting Lupe on here to talk about the life and times of Lupe Fiasco. And hopefully we can bring that to you guys before 2022. I'm manifesting. Manifesting. What they say, manifestation. <laughs> let's get hey, it. let's I'm get it. Let's text. get it, bro. Like that would be that would be yeah. the highlight. Yeah, that would man. be my you know highlight. Saying, I just may know. sit back and be true fan. exec P and let just prayers take it away. You know what I mean? If we were able to get that thing, <laughs> man. So, but yeah, yeah. Um, what what else we got, man? In in music or whatever. Like we got we got guys crossing over to different careers. We got my man Ti. He couldn't get a versus <laughs> to save his life, but somehow my man is at the Laugh Factory and actually. The jokes weren't half bad, man. He did a pretty good job on the, the little limited amount of time I saw on the set, man. What you think about T.I.? You know, he 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 went from rapper, podcasting, comedian, you and he's an entrepreneur. Like, what, what do you think about the so many different facets that these artists can do after you know being so deep into the music? What do you think about? I know we joke on the comedian piece, but what do you think about like rappers just? Nah, it's it's no joke at all. Like, hey, if you do it and you you're you're learning and you're getting in that lane and it's going well for you, hey, I, I want you to continue doing well. Like, I don't wish no ill will on the guy. You know what I mean? I joke around about some of the albums because I feel like it and kind of tailored down, but they still have hits and stuff like uh like this that I still peek my head out for, and I I, I you know what? I'm gonna applaud and I'm gonna uh, prop up when it when they. When it's needed, and but like yeah, finding different avenues to or different different streams of money that you want to go to, or you know just chasing a different goal that you want to go to. Hey, definitely, man. Like, nah, if it's working out for him, I ain't hearing no bad press. I ain't hearing nothing bad yet about it. So, I, I'm I'm I would love to see the full set and just see how it's going. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for him, and I definitely would pull up. Like that's the one thing about our um our and I would call Ti a legend because I think he classifies as one. That's one thing that we don't do. We don't celebrate when people pivot and do different things and trying different things or venture out on their own. They may be on a label for a while, but now they're like, hey, I want to start my own label. I want to start this. We don't even support the guys that we came up that gave us memorable moments music-wise that get us through whatever we was going through or not even going through something deep, but just being a soundtrack to our lives. So I'm down to, down to support them, especially if it's good. If it's good, I got no hate, no hate in my blood. If it's yeah. bad, probably won't say nothing, yeah. and hopefully he make another project. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I won't hate on hold it, hate on yeah. the man dream or him working towards being a good comedian because we weren't. I won't say we were the best podcasters out. We were figuring it out, but you know, we we growing, so it happens, man. So. I'm happy for him, man. I'm happy. Hey, I want to stress though, I'm not here to debate. Nobody on like if I say, oh, you saying uh T.I. fell off. No, I ain't saying T.I. fell off. I'm just saying there's some songs that he does now that I don't like and some that he does that I do like. Just point blank. You know what I mean? So hey, that's that's in my interpretation. And you know, I'm gonna applaud those other songs and the other songs I'm just keep quiet about. It. Like that's is is no reason to even must, you know, mention all that stuff. So that's kind of how I feel on that right there. Like uh, but how you interpret the music is how you interpret word, the music. Word. In more music news, <laughs> Kodak Black. Um, <laughs> prayers to him, man. Especially, you know, I don't want to make light of him being shot or anything like that. But man, with this Super Bowl week, I think he's in uh, L.A. where he got shot. 
so much shit. You know, as you know, when you go to LA, man, you gotta you gotta roll kind of deep, man. Cause if you're out there with a light squad, the Jack Boys are looking to <laughs> to get involved and get active, man. Especially, you know, if if you have gang ties and all that stuff. And I'm not here to get into that because I'm not really about that life at all. I'm about peacefulness and mindfulness on this end. But like, yo, what, what do you yeah. think about that situation developing? It's un- unfortunate what's going on. I mean, we know the struggles that uh, Kodak had just recently, uh, you know, got out of jail, you know, off the pardon and everything that was going on. And then uh, some struggles that he had in his life uh, after that. And those like some strong talks on mental side, mental health and on, on that form. Then I know he had like some people in his life where he put in the song, you know, people in his life wasn't was just using them too. So kind of difficult just going through those situations, which like you saying, which the best form, uh, at event that I don't think that should have came up as, but I mean, every time you're out there, you never know what's going to happen. You got to always be protecting yourself. So uh, just hope he comes out okay. <laughs> and I hope I'm on the right side of this. I hope he didn't <laughs> want to kind of initiate all this stuff. So yeah, man, prayer, prayers out to him, man. Hopefully, you know, not hopefully, but prayerfully a speedy recovery. I don't want to make joke of it all, man. But damn, man, these, these rappers' lives nowadays, it's not even subliminal on wax. It's not, you know, it, it's really, man. Um, if if shit is on site, it's on site, man. Similar to the baby, man. Another incident didn't go to the point of anybody getting shot, but his baby mom's brother said he was going. It's on on site, and next thing you know, they at the bowling alley where it's slippery as hell. You know, <laughs> it looked like they was on a you know ice skating rink. You know what I'm saying? Scrapping. You know what I mean? Like so, it's so stupid, man. Like. So stupid, man. What would what, you think about that? If you're going to talk about it, be about it. I don't, know, I don't know what else to say about that. Like, you can't go out there and say you're going to do something and then, you know, get upset when it actually happens, when they, when they approach you that way. You threw it out What there. do you expect? So, there's, there's no... Back your shit up or, or no just fair, shut the fuck There's up. no fair fights. <laughs> if, you, if you say you're going to run up with me, I'm in LA. I got all the security. You think at any point, me as the baby or my security... No, no, no. Baby, you fight him. One on one, you do it. What, what world do you think you're gonna run up on him without security at this point? You'd be stupid to not have security as an artist of his stature. Why would you want to run up on the yeah, baby anyway, got, knowing his past and what happened? His very first, the, <laughs> like this, this is it's, it's there. Our very we know first what introduction to him was that video of him being on that porch. Remember I, we, I said that to you way before baby the, was the baby was shooting that, that random video and they was like, hey man, you ain't you ain't really got no rights to be out here. Who told you you could be out here? And he basically <laughs> told him, I'm good. I'm good out here. That wasn't his hood. That wasn't his hood. And he stood 10 toes on it. Call him crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's who this kid, I mean, sorry, this 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 man has been. The Walmart, Walmart incident. incident Say to say he's about that life. What, what about the the video a couple of years ago, like with the guy running up anybody, on him? At the anybody mall? could be touched. But and he's with the shits. Him. He's with the shits. Anybody could be touched. Nobody's <laughs> Mr. Tough Guy. Yeah, you could be the toughest motherfucker in the nation. You can still get your ass beat. You can still get your ass killed. You know, we know this type of shit happens in hip hops. But why would you invite yourself to that if you're um, Danny Lay's brother? Like, let them go through what they go through, man. Like, I mean, I get it. However you feel he did your sister, he he did that. That's family business, but fam, you're not rolling up on him. Not in public, bro. Like, 
It's crazy, 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 crazy. So Perez, man, let, let's move on yep. from that, man. Before we get into anything else, mm. um, throw you a curveball here, man. Gra- grab your phone. You got your phone nearby? Pull up title. Yeah. And give me some people that you are actively, some projects you are actively listening to outside. I mean, it could be people that we've interviewed. It could be, you know, things that you're still rocking with from last year. Like, what are, what are some of the projects that you still, you know, rocking with? <laughs> Oh, okay. You want to know what I downloaded <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. recently? Uh, I went back to the... Uh, so I went back to the Lupe, like I said. I don't know how this kind of intertwined, but then I went to the Carter. Listen at the Carter one. <laughs> I was listening at that heavy this past week. Uh, on the new front, uh, Long Way From Home, it's uh, Hitmaker Dot and Ian Kelly. I was listening at that. Yeah, I, t- I did the Touch the Sky, did the Fahrenheit one for first of 15. I did, uh, and then I went to uh, Wale, 11-1-11. Okay. Right. Been my week. Yeah, I want to give you guys some of the ones that we haven't interviewed, you know, not to say that those aren't in, well in my rotation, but just some of the ones that we haven't talked about on the podcast. So it's um, a pop finia. Uh, hopefully I'm not jacking that name up, but it's it's called, the project is called or spelled A-P-O-P-H-E-N-I-A. It's with Osmond Benjamin, Chris Rivers, uh, Big Pun Son, and uh, Denzel Porter. So those three have a project out together right now, and that shit is pretty damn dope. As far as R&B, you know, I got my man Pink Sweats back in rotation, baby. And uh, <laughs> I spoke on the Mary J. Got to get to the Jasmine Sullivan Deluxe. And then there was another R&B artist that I've been listening to a lot lately, and I do not have her project pulled up at the moment. Damn it, man. So, but yeah, that's what I've been listening to. So, and of course, that Yo Gotti, um, phenomenal, man. Like, I, I haven't stopped listening to the Yo Gotti, to be honest with you. So, it is what it is with that. So, that's just some of the stuff I've been listening to and still, still rocking tough with that Nas, that magic, man. Ah, I hate that I don't know. I, I got to give y'all that, that young lady. So, music oh amber mark amber mark check out amber mark on the, on the r&b tip whereas i'm not sure if this would be your your type of r&b or whatever but it's called uh three dimensions deep that's her project three dimensions deep so heard it on uh, a single off of joe Bun's podcast and um but he's pretty good for r&b recommendations and uh so yeah Good, good project, man. I, I've been jacking with that one as far as my only R&B album up until Mary J and the um, Jasmine Sullivan drop so far this year. And like I said, I, I was going, like as you can tell, my little theme this week, I was going back listening to old albums and stuff, jumping around through different eras and stuff like this. And uh, another one that I think I talked to y'all, like I'm pretty sure I chatted with you about like uh was uh, Big Sean, uh, his whole little 2020 run. I was had like singles and his Detroit 2 uh, tape that I was listening to a lot. So, okay. Yeah, was- cool, cool. So, man, I think we we touched on everything music-wise. Do we have anything sports-wise, or do we want to let the people, we, we want to ask Patty, talk about our Patty and uh, Greenery, want to wait till then? Yeah, let's let's do that with them, and because uh, I think they 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 tend to go a little bit more in basketball. And then, of course, Super Bowl today, so we'll ask them about the Super yeah. Bowl prediction. So y'all stick around, man. Go definitely check out that interview. Um, as we'll we'll kind of get into it here later in the show, and um, 
you know, we'll give our takes on Super Bowl. You know, we recording on a Sunday, so feel free to come back in the comments and tell how how wrong we were when we give our Super Bowl predictions. And um, I think we're going to talk about a little bit about the NBA trade deadline with with Patty and uh, Greenery being that they're they're heavy into basketball. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, y'all check out uh, Brawler Round Five. Just get a good familiarity with the project before y'all check out the interview. Giving them streams. Go buy their projects. Uh, go look at the merch. Check that out. So you know, same thing with us, man. BSC underscore podcast. Um, you can find our merch there from Teespring. So Teespring.com forward slash BSC underscore podcast. So you can catch these shirts on here. The OG logos, the new logo that Prez has on. So we wanted to show you guys kind of what it looks like. You know, go support us. You know, it don't always have to be Patreon. So you can support us by copping the merch. For for this this segment of the episode, we have MC. He's been here a, a couple times, and Patty Honcho. I, I won't I won't I won't talk him up as much as I normally do. But he has a new project called Brawler Round Five. But a new a new person to the couch that's coming is Greenery, the producer. Like I said, we like to have both sides of the family when you know when we talking about bringing that baby that that project. To the to the forefront. So we like to have everybody that has a hand in the pot in making this project. So hey man, I'm excited to get started, man. I, I don't know about you, Press. What about you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's get it. So man, without further ado, man, we welcome to the couch for the 13th and first time, uh Patty Hancho and Green and Me. What's going on, fellas? <laughs> what's good? What's good, my guys? Glad to be back always. <laughs> absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. So yo, Patty, man. Um, congratulations on the project. You were just on a couple weeks ago with Black Chidori. So I know that that project's doing, doing well, but this one is for your solo. So if anybody, y'all don't know, Brawler, round five, that's what we're here for. Uh, Greenery, welcome to the couch for the first time. We tried to have Greenery on a couple months ago when JR dropped Broken Easel, but, you know, everything didn't work out. But definitely uh, appreciate his contributions to that project because some of our favorite songs, I know I, I don't want to speak for prayers, but I think I do. Uh, <laughs> some of our favorite songs off that project are produced by Greenery. And um, we'll kind of go back into where you started. So, but with that said, man, Green, we want to, you know, let the people know about you a little bit, man. Where you from? Uh, what got you into producing? And then we'll kind of just go from there. Gotcha, gotcha. Go by Greenery. Uh, my name is Justin Green. Originally from Richmond, Virginia, but spent most of my life in North Carolina proud graduate of uh, North Carolina Central University. Yes, sir. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead with the Eagles. Fly High Eagles. You know what I'm saying? Love my HBCU. Um, just started music when I was like five years old. I uh, started on percussion. Started playing drums in church. Kind of transitioned from drums to uh, piano. Um, always had a love for music, different types of music. R&B. Definitely R&B, hip hop, rap, anything. Um, so I think once I got to college, I would see uh, people messing around with Fruity Loops. And me, just being a piano player, it's like, all right, what well, is Fruity Loops? And it had no idea what I was doing. So it's like, all right, I know this is not for me. Let me stick with just playing piano. But I kind of picked it back up. And once I seen how I kind of was good at it and I could learn and I was steady learning this, I'm here now and I'm, I'm making music like every day. This is my passion. I, I'm trying to make it like my full-time job and career out of this. So 
Yeah, man. Oh, man, man. Look, seems like you're well on your way. Seems like you're well on your way mm-hmm. with uh, some of these projects releasing. But we'll, we'll dive deeper into, you know, what you like in, in the background as we move along. But, hey, Patty, man, for the people who don't know and are watching for the first time, you know, you know the drill, man. Just give, give it to them. No me. doubt. Patty Honcho out of Patterson, New Jersey. You know, I've been releasing music since I was probably 16, writing since I was nine. Brawl Around 5 just came out. Slaughter left me horrified. I called it just to pour my pride. My aura left me glorified. I'm out here flipping flows. My nigga, this ain't no quarter pie. Cause when you make a music, you never die. You immortalize. Brutalism in the waste when losers envy real. You hate him cause he rich and sound stupid cause you envy bills. Your squad full of Tommaso Bouchettas and some Henry Hills. How come y'all don't envy skills? Cause he know that get him killed. Uh. February 10th, produced by Greenery. It's on all platforms. All right, Press. So if you don't mind, man, I'll open up with Go just ahead. the obvious. Um, what, what brought you two together, man? I know Cherish the Hunger is when we first heard you guys together, but um, you know, just give give us a little bit of what brought you guys together and now for a full-length project with just, you know, one producer, one MC. I want to go, let me go from my perspective first, because I'm the one that hit him. And I heard him um, produce a song for JR. And JR, like, tagged him, shouted him out on one of the songs. I forgot which song it was specifically that I heard him, because they got a lot of work together. So I forgot which one it was first. But I was like, oh, this beat crazy. And then I went on Greenery page, and he only had, like, like probably a thousand or two thousand followers, however it much it was, and I was like, oh, he, he seemed accessible, <laughs> so I just hit him up and was like, I'm a f- first. I went to his um, Apple Music page, and I listened to the the Cook Up series, and I was like, nah, he he liked that, <laughs> so I hit him up and, was, and Dream of Me, which is on Cherish the Hunger, that's on one of his Cook Up um, or or one of his tapes, and. I heard that and I was like, I really want to rap over this. Like, this would be the best intro. So I bought that one just from hearing it one time. And uh, yeah, we we started clicking ever since then. You know what I mean? Cool dude. We we like-minded. So it worked that way. Green, what made you want to work with him, man? Because I know from a producer perspective, give give me the real. I would have, let's just be transparent. <laughs> not every not everybody does well on your production. You'll take them, you'll take the money, right? But not everybody does well. Yeah. What made you want to get into Patty Hancho and really just start to lock in on this project? Um, well, if y'all know JR, anybody that uh can rap along with JR or anybody that he refers to rap, uh, I'm all for it. Um, JR is a, a beast on uh the mic, he's very lyrical. So I, I tapped into Patty when he, we kind of got that connection. And uh, just like Patty said, it was like, all right, checking out your projects, and this is dope. And uh, my little brother, he started checking out his project. And for me, I, my little brother's like my right-hand man. So if he's like, hey, man, one thing about Patty, he can rap on anything. And that kind of caught my attention. And it's like, all right, let me send him something that's out the loop, something that he's not comfortable with. And it's every time I sent him something, it was fire that he sent me back. Um, even cherish the hunger. Like I appreciate him for just thinking of me to work on that project. And um, every, I feel like everything we put out and everything that we are going to put out is, is just going to top the last joint, man. So I'm very appreciative that I made a friend and a brother in him for real. 
Okay, okay. That makes hey, thank you for telling us that. It's more already in the works, so hey, more to come already, huh? Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got I got questions for what's to come because you know y'all I'm tapped in and I know y'all have dropped a few nuggets out there on, on what's next and, and all. But um yo, Patty man, um we at we at part five, round five, man. I mean, when is it gonna stop? Is it is it just is it just how much does this series mean to you, man? Just from like the SoundCloud era days all the way up until now. All right. So personally, this series, it means a, a lot to me. It's probably the best series I've had, a uh, cultivation of music that I've put together. Um, round the first four rounds, you know, they just YouTube beats that I had to go on YouTube. And I was like, I want to rap off this, that, and the third. I ain't have no money to hit the producers. And this was only just in 2020. And, you know, now I'm tapped in with real, real producers, but Brawler is an acronym. Brutal resentment awaits when losers envy real. Brawler. And uh, life is a full fight. So I'm going to make this 12 rounds. But at the end of the day, what the way I want to do it now going forward is all, they all going to be one producer projects. And I'm going to just, like, just switch the producer for each brawler. And then I feel like everyone going to keep getting grittier and grittier and grittier and grittier because each round of your fight, if you're going against somebody and me going against basically the, the producer, if you're going against somebody that's a formidable opponent, opponent is the, each round is going to get tougher and tougher. So each round that comes going to get more gritty and gritty. And this definitely means a lot to me, this series. I, I love it. Fire, fire. That's fire, man. I'm excited it's going to be 12 rounds. And I actually, I love that concept, man. So that, that's dope. And I didn't know about the acronym. So that's, that's good to know, man. So, um, you know, with the cover art and just and, and everything that kind of comes with with making this project, like how, how long did it take you guys to really come with everything from its conception all the way up until, you know, presenting it? And what got left on the cutting room floor? I want to say I started conceptualizing the idea after Cherish the Hunger, a little bit after. So I dropped Cherish the Hunger August 24th of 2021. And this came out February, so that's about six months or something or so. So I would say, uh, yeah, it took about six months and I only had two songs that didn't make it. I was going to make it 10 songs, but I I took two off. All right, man. So, Green, my next question is for you. I mean, out of out of all the songs on Brother Five, Round Five, what are what are some that you were like? Ah, I don't know if I'm gonna send it. I don't know how he's gonna attack this, but I'm gonna send it anyway. You know, was there any of that, or or you know, do you have a, a favorite song on it? Um, honestly, it was it wasn't even tough sending them to him. It was the fact that he was sending me ideas and samples. And it's like, all right, man, I'm, I'm trying to mesh a acapella with an entirely different sample maybe, or I'm trying to mesh two or three different things that I've chopped up or that he sent me. And it's like, all right, I'm, I'm sitting here for days and days and days. Like, all right, maybe this idea. Nah, I'm not even going to send that maybe. But at the end of the day, I was confident that Whatever I sent to him, he was going to send back some fire. Um, as far as favorites, I'm still trying to uh, 
<laughs> figure out favorites on even on Paris and Hunger. Um, I can't. It's hard. It's hard because it's hard for me to take my producer's hat off and become a fan because I'm I'm so like I in it. You in I'm it? Sure this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the zone while I'm listening, but lately I've been putting on that fan hat and I'm like, all right, this is good work. Every song is better than the last. And it's like, all right, I'm going to repeat the whole time. And I don't even think I have a favorite above all. Um, the entire tape um, is like my favorite tape, honestly. <laughs> like, you got, I got a lot of the integrity is one of them. I want to interject right there on Wrong Man, bro, because that is like one of my favorite beats of greeneries of all time yeah. because uh, this ain't sample snitching. It's our shit. So <laughs> I sent them the <laughs> I sent them a Anita Baker, Body and Soul. That's my that's one of my favorite songs of all time. Anita Baker, Body and Soul. And I sent them the acapella. And he sent me back that shit, and it only took one t- like one t- take for him to chop it up. And I said he put it together perfectly. One, uh, all it took one try, one try, bro. Greenery, man. Oh. I be telling y'all, tap in with bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one you had with uh, Black Chidori too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Black yeah, up yeah. there. That was, that was, yeah, tell tell us about that feature, man. Like, cause. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know I've, I've been tapping in with Black a lot more since we did the interview last in regards to just his music because I've seen it populate on Twitter and online. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like we, with so much interviews and so much thing we do, I gotta keep it funky. I wasn't as familiar um, as I probably should have been. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So as I'm tapping in, I'm like, oh shit, he can do this, and you let him go, mm-hmm. and you let him go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know. Um, you know how you feel about that feature, man, with that being your man, but just like him getting off too right. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, man. Being black, we like green, me and green, man. We talk almost every day. And like I could hit up black, like, yo, I need you real quick. You can hit me like I need you for this. And we either send it back to each other the same day or it take us a little bit or whatever, because it's some work shit or whatever. But we we hit each other like so I needed him for that. It's <laughs> like, yo, I think I could hear you on this one. And he sent it back ASAP. And I, that was that easy for me and Black. Yeah, man, y'all turned into a pretty good little tag team, man. I know, like, uh, JR mm-hmm. have uh, him and uh, King James. And, like, uh, now every time I'm hearing y'all together, man, y'all kind of, every song just gets better and better version. with it. You mm-hmm. know? Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, they, I, I can definitely see, like, them. they always play great off each other on the song. So, uh like Cash had said, like uh, I think about two episodes ago, like not every tag team that you kind of dream up in your head kind of go off like uh, like they should. Like uh, he's, I think he mentioned some of the Jay and Nas like collaborations and stuff mm, like this. Oh, they yeah, not yeah. always grand slams, mm-hmm. but like I'm saying, which are probably do, about ten like, percent in collabs. <laughs> I mean, you can feel the energy. Like it hurts it, me to in, say uh, it. You can feel the energy on these tracks, like like a young meth and uh red man. Red. You know? Yeah, facts. That's facts. I'll take the red part too. That's dope. <laughs> right, nice comparison, Perez. Nice comparison. Man. Um but Green, you hit on you hit on something that I didn't even have down as a question, but I'll ask it anyway, because you know, you know, as creatives, man, like you talk about that 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 mental block that you guys get and you know patty you two you jump in wherever like with so much work that you guys are doing with each other and for other people how do you guys navigate that creative block 
Um, honestly, just living my regular life, um, I've had to realize, and my, my fiance has helped me realize that it's things outside of music. So <laughs> it's like, all right, I can, I can go to work, you know what I'm saying? And it takes me away from the creativity. But even at work, I can find an inspiration. I can hear a sound or hear a sample or hear a song. Um, I play my video game just to, I, I done made like three or four tracks, maybe five, six. Let me hop on 2K or something or get on Call of Duty or even um, just sit back and watch a documentary or read a book. Um, I don't have to be hands-on with the music to get past the music block. And um, it took a while for me to realize that because I would sit here and force it. And one thing I realized is you can't mm-hmm. force it. You can't force it at all. So um, for me, it's, it's just living my regular normal life and doing other things that um, are a routine for me uh, and not really just trying to force my hand with the music because at this point, it's, it's going to come. It's going to come. All right, Patty, what about you, man? Definitely the same sort of things. Um, I'll be tapping into comics and I'll go watch like some superhero stuff and try and think of something. And then next thing you know, I'm starting the 16 up. Like, but I do get it, I do get blocked sometimes. Like me, a block for me is like if I go two days without writing not not one bar, I'm like, oh, I'm bugging. So it's different for, you know, but yeah. I go watch something, go watch some Star Wars or something and think of something, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. Uh, you always come out like swinging off the jump, man. I was like, I just, can, can we go ahead and get into some of these trash cash? Let's, let's get into yeah. it because I got, I got okay. questions. I got questions go. about some of these lyrics, some of these bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. So let's go ahead and start with the with the intro, man. Like, uh, I, I like mm. uh, the superhero stuff to kind of get into things. And like on this one, I felt like you kind of came out swinging some of the uh, you catching the the the, the superhero little lines. I think I, the the Quicksilver the one is the one that kind of got out for me. Like you chasing the gold, they chasing Quicksilver. Like yeah, so uh, <laughs> those those lines, man. Like this was a I nothing bad about all the other projects, but I'm saying this intro like i mean like it really felt like that that brawler like you saying like you just came out just like hitting them hard with it was that the intent on this one so i knew for this tape that it was going to be a boxing theme comic book related tape that's what i was going to make the whole tape basically i was going to have some boxing references i was going to have some comic book references and it was going to be over some crazy beats and for when i got the intro I, it took me so long to write over it. it. I was just sitting there just listening to it for weeks. I promise you just listening to it because it was the beat was by itself. It's just crazy. And I'm like, after a while, I'm like, yeah, this is the intro. So I was like, let me start with the acronym. Brutal resentment the waste when loses envy real. And I just was like, ah, I'm going to rhyme with that. And then I had to just curate it to put something before it to make it sound good. And, you know, but... It really started with the acronym this time. And I usually, for the other ones, I didn't like even enunciate the acronym like that. I was just creating, but the acronym helped me with creating for this project, for real. Yeah. Prez, my dumb ass ain't even re- realized that <laughs> at the beginning. He came out with it this time around, man. And then uh, you said, uh, so when it was. 
pre pre talking about it. You said integrity was the first track that you uh kind of did, and that was like the first one that you you kind of planned out on this. Like uh, so how did that come about? Integrity, man. When I heard it, and it had the, I don't I don't, don't want to mistake it, but I think that's like a Wu Tang. Um, they talking in the sample, right, 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 Green. Yeah, so. I heard the yes, Wu-Tang shit, and for some reason, it, it made me feel like triumph. Like, you feel me? It made me feel that type of, yeah. So I was just like, um, you know, integrity, it kind of, it's kind of related, and it, it gave me that same vibe. And then it was gritty, and I'm like, integrity. Like, this shit gritty. Mm -hmm. So um, I just started writing, and um, it came together, man. I, you know, I just heard the beat and thought of the concept. And then when I started writing, yeah, that that the the, the wordplay at the beginning of that one is ridiculous. I knew niggas that was loyal to snakes that was pinned against them. This authentic. You gotta meet my mighty fine protocol to get onto this team. You need a 99 overall. And if you don't play games, that means you need to be established. If you know what I'm talking about, I mean have all your badges. You yearn for riches for petty shit like a tattoo. I'm trying to build a legacy, change some shit for the black youth. Have you seen a saw you will land you peeping the grassroots? We was barefoot, our souls are like them niggas had glass boots. So I'm about, this came out Friday. I'm about maybe four to five listens in. It's about 20 minutes. So thank, thanks for keeping it short with my <laughs> our attention span nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Get in and out, OG mm -hmm. classic, you know. So thanks for doing that. Uh, but with that said, man, um, Patty, I got to ask a personal question. Um, are you involved with a, a, a young lady at the moment? It's complicated. Okay. <laughs> I wonder why it's complicated. It might be complicated based on what is your affinity for Raven Simone, my man? <laughs> tell, tell us about it, man. What is your what's your affinity for Rave? You know what I mean? Let us let us know, man. You know, you, you had to drop it in the line. I gotta ask. Listen, that's so Raven was that shit when I was coming up, man. I was I was born in 98, bro. I, so I was a young nigga watching that so Raven. And I know my listeners is around my age. And I don't have visions about where I'm going to be. I don't have visions of me on Don't Sleep With Cash and Prez and shit like that. So I have visions about this shit like Raven Simone. <laughs> and that's why I had to put it in there. <laughs> hey, man. I was like, yo. Because, yo, I'm old. You know, I'm, what shit? We might as well let the cat out the bag. I'm about 11 months. I'm 40, man. So, you know, I look at Raven as, even though Raven is like maybe two, three years younger, I look at her as like, you know, little Raven. You know, so <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, what? Wait a minute, wait a minute. What am I listening to? But, you know what I'm saying? Perspective is everything, right? <laughs> to, uh, yeah. hey, to keep with that, both of those words, uh, perspective and vision, like uh, that's what took me to like one of my favorite tracks, uh, Built the Land. Like I think like you was giving a little mm. bit more uh, introspective like on, on um, society and everything going up now. But then you also got that uh, vision and I think your vision can kind of be off a little bit sometimes or maybe a little bit clouded. Like you you see things <laughs> in the future, but they may not come to life. So let's talk about the Built the Land bar where you had talked about the Lakers <laughs> and Westbrook and they you, they built like a super team. So, <laughs> and that, that was a reflection of your team. I hope not. I hope not now. Was that, was that your vision in September? <laughs> Before the season starts. <laughs> All right, so for the people that did watch that so Raven, they know that she wasn't always right. Her vision was... 
her visions her visions gave her things that made her think she was right but then in the light of it all it was actually something else so we got Russell Westbrook. We have Russ, AD, LeBron. Oh my God! Me and my niggas is a super team, like Russ to the Lakers. Out of this stratosphere, with flows on the moon, slumped on the crater. Me and my niggas trying to stack this bread and stay balanced. Yeah, out there breaking legs, doing the crate challenge. Stay valid, cause if you solid, my nigga, then you rare. Bars of skin a bear, standing on your neck, the thinnest hairs. I live through fair, uh, manifest in the mansion with central air. Been the best, and I plan to begin this. And this is before the season. I wrote it. And um, obviously, I'm listening to this shit. And I'm like, niggas going to get on me for this. But I'm still dropping it, man. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm still, I ain't can't get this bar or nothing, bro. I'm still I'm not sacrificing the scheme for shit. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm not gonna make you. I'm not gonna make you point out which person in your team is the Russell Westbrook. Who's who's hitting the bricks? Who who's who's just throwing them up there? <laughs> nah, I hey, my, my, Patty. I'm, 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 I'm gonna shoot you. Uh, I'm gonna shoot you some bell real quick, Patty. I'm gonna shoot you some bell. You you talking to a man that's giving you shit? That's a former Laker fan turned <laughs> Magic fan just because he moved to Orlando. You know what I'm saying? So he got out. He got out while the game was good. Mm. So don't don't let don't let Prez. Talk this shit, man. He was a former. I think he still is a Laker fan because he still texts me from time to time randomly about Laker shit. I'm like, this don't, this business don't concern me. This don't, this don't concern you. Bro. It's like, why are you, so, why are you texting me about Miss Free Throws or, or whatnot? I'm gonna say this. He definitely <laughs> still got some Laker pride in him. Once you bleed purple and gold, you always gonna bleed that. I don't know why you were switching. He's just, to the he just trying to be a good father. Yeah. He's just trying to be a good father. He, he took he took his son. He took his son to a game. His son don't know no better. My my uh my godson, he don't know no better. He know he raising his kid all wrong, letting him just root for anybody. Just because you live in the city, don't mean you got to be a fan of the team. Uh, man, we 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 go that too often. We go that too often, man. We got we got to pull for the home squad. We we can get in from the ground floor. It's easy. It's anyway, it's hard right now. You know what I mean? Like, but you know when they finally do make it out, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be we're gonna be on the right side of it. We're gonna be on the right side of it. We're gonna understand the struggle. Yo, Prez, can we stay here for a little bit? Yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. on NBA. You know, yeah. I wanna give him, I'm gonna give him a little something different, man. I know the same. You you guys are gonna be on a bunch of different platforms. They're gonna ask you the same questions. Mm-hmm. We wanna give him a little bit something different, right? So um let's right. stay there, man. You know, again, Patty, Green, jump in wherever, because I know, I know you got a a game to get to, you know, green, green hoop as well. And um, so just so y'all know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I, I heard the background story with Jr. So we'll get into all that though. But okay. um, NBA free agency, man, Patty, you from Jersey? I'll never respect the Brooklyn Nets as being from Brooklyn, <laughs> even though that's where I'm from. They always do New Jersey Nets to me, right. Nick Pride here. But um, how you feel about the trade, man? You know, Harden is finally gone all year long. I mean, you finally get Ben Simmons in. I mean, that's what Daryl Morey been trying to do. You know, y'all, y'all, y'all let me know how y'all feel about the trade. Who who won the trade? Right. Uh, if anybody know me, man, I, I go to a lot of Nets games. I already been to like almost 10 Nets games this year. I'm a Laker fan, but I live right there. So I like to go to the Nets games. And I went to the Nets and Philly game. And it's crazy because, like, you know, they got a lot of animosity. I went before the trade. So the fact that Harden is over there now... Uh, I honestly think Philly Philly could have won it 
but we have to see how Harden is. Like we don't Harden is like now he's becoming sort of like a drama queen or something. I don't know what it is, but he he's forcing trades. This is his second time in a row. So if Harden likes the locker room, I'm giving it to Philly because how can you go bad with Harden and, and Joel? They didn't they got rid of Seth, but they did pick up, they got Harden. So that's 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 big. And the Nets. Kyrie still can't play home games. And there's a lot of factors that's going in. Drummond is drumming. Even though he was doing better. He was doing better. <laughs> he was doing better in Philly. But Yeah, he was as a backup yeah, for sure. He was doing better in Philly, but you know, he, he's still drumming. And KD Man, that, is that is Kyrie thing's about to change though, right? Yeah, New, New York, York, New York State passed yeah. the law, mm-hmm. but not the not the city. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so we were waiting on that. Green, how you how you feel about the trade overall? Um, I feel like one, it it's hard to say honestly. Um, because of Harden's game, I'm not sure if it's going to mesh well with Joel Embiid, the two players that really got to have the ball in their hands to make something happen. Um, not so much Joel because I feel like he can make things happen from the center standpoint way more than James should be from a guard standpoint. And as far as Ben Simmons, um, we don't know what he can do as far as this year because we haven't seen I didn't even him. mention him. Um, but he, mm-hmm. yeah, even then, um, I don't even need him to shoot. I know people get on him about his his shot, but I, I don't even look for small forward to shoot. Mm-hmm. I just need you to play defense and make things happen on the court as far as a stretch. Um, so it, it's kind of hard to tell because – He's on the team to where he can mesh well with the Kyrie and the KD, but they have attitude issues as well, just like James Harden and Joel Embiid does. So it's like you got two teams that both of them got attitude issues. Both of them have superstars that need the ball in their hands. And it's hard to say. And it's not like both of them like that good right now. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah, like, they're not like a few yeah. holes. Yeah, holes in their game. I, I get what you and Patty both saying. But you, you gonna say some press? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like one of the next games I'm going to down here for the uh, Magic. I'm going to the Nets game. I think it's like March 15th. Yeah. So, uh, but man, I'm 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 excited to see like what Ben like. It's gonna tell a lot about his character and what he's doing. Like you can sit there and mope all day long and everything, but you kind of been sitting off to the side. Did you did you develop a nice little mid range? Because you had plenty of time to do that. Like that's gonna tell me a lot about your character and what type of person you are. If you ain't if you ain't built that up, but just a little bit to come back to like I don't show y'all. You know what I mean? Trade me, and then minute I get off this, I won't show y'all. And uh, but then. I think the Nets still one of their downfalls they're going to have is, man, okay, Kyrie, we've been getting sprinkles of him, right? And he's been amazing when we're getting the sprinkles of him. But if, if y'all know Kyrie like I know Kyrie, or I have seen Kyrie these past couple of years, when it comes tough time, it seems like a magical injury always happens. He's going to be sitting down. So, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm nervous about that. When he goes back on that full schedule, when he can play the, all the games, is he going to really be able to play all the games? Because I haven't seen that in the past, like, what, uh, six, seven years? He should, should be playing only away games. He should be the healthiest motherfucker in the league. <laughs> they, say, they say Ben Simmons is at peak physical condition, but his mental stability okay. is off. That's what they say. Yeah. 
I'll well, doesn't that I'll whole look? That mean he he right there with Kyrie. They can go to the same psychiatrist or something, and maybe they can work something out. You I, know, <laughs> I've been waiting to, I've been waiting to say my piece. I'll take a weak, mentally stable Ben Simmons over a lot of a lot of plays. Hundred percent. He covers nine positions, bro. Mm-hmm. Nine positions. Now I know yeah. y'all say five, but I'm just saying offensive and defensive. You know what I mean? The only the only position he doesn't play yeah. is center on offense. So, but everything else he can cover. So I'm cool with sliding him to the point. Give Kyrie the ball as a shooting guard, which he want. You don't want Kyrie as your point guard. The only reason you got him as your point guard because he but six threes. You know what I mean? That's the only reason he's listed as that. But he ain't really a point guard. He's a shooting guard. You know what I mean? So, and then KD going to get buckets. KD was a foot away from being in the finals. I don't care if Kyrie's not there. To be honest with you, I trust KD over everybody in the East. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, hand, that's hands down. No debate. K, KD going to get you 40 to 50 for a series. He probably can't average that. Yeah, there's nobody. There's nobody that can guard him in the East, and and that's that's just what I'm saying. But Harden, on the flip Giannis. side, dude, yeah, he can get that. <laughs> I don't think Giannis could guard KD. I mean, I think he could try. Nobody could. I nobody could, could match him. Nobody could guard KD. Nobody could guard Giannis. But making it difficult is. But Giannis, right? But that's the thing. But remember, I said about Ben, though, right? He can guard. Mm-hmm. Ben has guarded the best of the best and held them, held them. Like they still scored. Like, let's go back to the Kawhi Leonard series when the um, mm. you know, the Sixers was a few like nine bounces away from getting into, you know, the Eastern Conference Finals. He did a damn good job on Kawhi. Kawhi had to earn all those points. He wasn't, you know, shooting efficiently. It wasn't going 40, 50%. He was more more so in the high 30s. So you, you know, KD will have to earn it. If he ever, if he ever went up, um, you know, against Giannis and vice versa, you know, when when Giannis is guarded by Ben Simmons, so I like these matchups. I've never seen anything like this in the middle of a season where two guys or two teams on a fucking collision course to meeting each other mm-hmm. trade for like prominent players. So I'm excited for it, man. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for it. So as soon as football season is over with, everybody can concentrate back on the NBA. Mm-hmm. And then see what the drama gonna be like. Oh yes, indeed. I think it's gonna be a fun season, man. All right. One more sports take before we get you guys out of here and we we wrap it up with some um, you know, just some more questions about you guys and your musical taste. We're recording this on a Sunday, y'all. So the Super Bowl has not been played at the moment. So we need some bold predictions. Whoever wants to start, who who y'all got and why? Mm. It's hard. Is that is this hard? Guys? So it's on. It's on green. <laughs> yeah. This this is tough, man. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Um, first, because I'm an Eagles fan, I don't even really care. Like, if it ain't my Eagles, I'd be like, man. But if I was to pick somebody, um, and Joe Burrow is, my is man. an amazing quarterback, <laughs> can't even lie. Um, not saying he better than Stafford. I've seen Stafford with some great end of the game heroics. Um, just as I've seen Joe Burrow, but um, I feel like they a young squad. They hungry, like they city haven't won too much of anything. Like even just Ohio, period. Like LeBron was the last person to win anything for him, and before then it was like the '60s or something like that. So I feel like they hungry for it. Not saying they hungrier than the Rams. Like they. Good job to them. I would love for Odell to get one, but um, mm, I don't know. It might not be this one. 
All right, Patty. It's tough, man. It really is, cause I'm a huge Joe Burrow <laughs> fan, but at the end of the day, I'm a realist, man. And they got Aaron Donald, Von Miller. They got Leonard, like they got all these people. So I think that it's gonna be like some inevitable thing that happens where the Rams gonna win at home, some back to back type of um the home team. Whereas they host in the Super Bowl, they're going to win because the Buccaneers did it last year. So the Rams going to do it again. The NFL obviously made a lot of revenue off the host being the winner of the Super Bowl. So they're going to do it again. And I feel like Joe Burrow should win. But people forget that it's politics around this shit. So <laughs> they're going to give it to the Rams. Yeah. No, 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 no. Let's let's keep it right there because I think like this kind of this, this kind of plays real well uh, into y'all music right now too. Because like in y'all both choices on the brawler, uh, the Joe Burrow, you know, because I feel like he a brawler. And I I talked about this I think a couple of weeks ago when we was talking about Joe Joe Burrow. Like the dude just don't have no stay down in him. Like you can come at him like he's the most sacked quarterback in the league this year, and. He still just comes out there. He was like, okay, you got me the, the first three times. Well, on this fourth down, I'm still going to sling it. And you miss that, all that other stuff is just like wiped clean. Now, y'all y'all give Stafford credit, and I give Stafford credit. The dude, you know, he's hungry for it. You can tell that he wants this. Uh, but at times, he can kind of fail, as he did in that uh, that Tampa Bay game. Because he kind of his, – his, his play at the end of that game kind of let him back in. Whereas Joe Burrow play throughout the game just gets better and better. Mm-hmm. So, like, that is where I'm going to kind of give Burrow the edge. And, man, I would love to see, like, one of these young dudes. Like, so everybody can, like, hey, Patty Mahomes is amazing. I, I, the dude the dude is great. You know what I mean? But, like, it's other young talent up there. And he's one of those ones that I, I kind of see. It's Burrow is, like, one of those talents I kind of see is just, like, that unique. And everybody give, like, the ones who ain't even in the – the playoffs, like <laughs> they they give Herbert a talk over him, and I'm like, huh? Mm. How is this happening? <clears throat> but yeah, Joe Burrow, cool, calm, collected. No matter man. what, no how many times he get hit, he coming back out there and doing it. The dude, he 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 went and advocated to get his receiver there. Like that is just mm-hmm. crazy minded in itself. You know what I mean? He advocated to get a receiver over there, then get protection after just breaking his leg. Like that dude is on another level mentally. <laughs> yeah, Joe Burrow. Is <laughs> he, he had his my, goals in front of him. He set for it. He one of my favorite quarterbacks, and I I'm not those. I don't care really about rivals as teams. Like I'm a Ravens fan, and they we in the same division, and I want my division mate to win. You know what I mean? But. Uh, I like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase from college, like from LSU. And then, like, I'm more of a college football type of guy. I like the NFL. It's cool and shit. But college football is definitely way more entertaining. And they play harder every down. And uh, the NFL, they cool too. But Joe Burrow, he definitely, he, he better than a lot of people think. Like you say, they, they put a lot of people ahead of him. Like, they talk over him more. But, yeah, he's definitely better than a lot of people think. Man. In my opinion, fellas, I'm sticking with the Brawl of Five, Round Five theme. You know what I mean? Maybe you put this in one of your skits, or maybe you can in the future. Just give me a little producer credit. But you remember when uh, in Rocky, where Adrian was like, you can't win. You know, throw in the towel. You know what I'm saying? Man, remember that? Come on, man. Number one defense overall. I'm telling you. Number one defensive player. Number one uh, DB. It just, it just don't 
feel right. Mm-hmm. You know, like they talking mm-hmm. about yeah. this nine nine sack game, and he got back up and won. Not 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 this team. Nah, 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 mm, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Can't cancel Christmas. Okay, you give Stafford the lead. Name you another give Stafford the lead. <laughs> Name well, another. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> hey, Finley, you you gonna have your time? Uh, you you give Stafford that lead that you gave Mahomes. Don't 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 think Lightning's gonna strike twice. Nah, nah, bro. They gonna close it out. Donald gonna. I, I'm afraid. I'm a, I'm a fearing for this man's legs. He's one year removed from you know. Breaking his shit, man. I'm 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 in fear because he's going to get knocked around with that line still playing trash throughout the uh, the playoffs. You know, if you remember, man, he's thrown for four or five hundred yards all season, tearing it up. Playoffs been very pedestrian, very pedestrian. Like they get the win in spite of just random shit. So you have to watch the games in context, but his numbers don't really tell the story. So, but I'll, I'll leave it there, man. Obviously, I have the Rams. I just hope that they keep it within reasonable distance, so you know it's worth my staying up here over in over in Europe. That's all. That's all I ask for. A good game. <laughs> just whoop, whoop them, but not, you know, walk away with it in the fourth quarter, so I can feel good about staying up late. But as you were saying, Prez, I, I would love for OBJ to get his, like for <laughs> real. Cause I think like a lot of people put a lot of dirt on his name too in the league, and you know they kind of unrightfully, you know, say things about OBJ that hasn't, that now has clearly been proven that it's false. Like he ain't lose no step. He ain't lose nothing. It was obviously the quarterback play and everything that was going on in that and in the system that he was in. But as y'all keep giving uh, Aaron Donald credit, like I'm saying, like what other quarterback have we seen like Burrow that kind of just like goes past all that? Like Brady get hurt. They make new rules. He's a little timid in the pocket. He throws a little bit quicker, have a quicker release and stuff out of it. Burrow still holds the ball, still waits for the play to develop, all this, you know. And then, like, uh, even if you go to Raiders, Derek Carr, you know, he's a little skirmish, won't won't run outside the pocket. He Well, he waits a little bit longer now uh, on things. But Burrow still ain't – like, it, it seemed like that injury did not phase him at all. He's like, I'm going to play the way I want to play. And he just, just stayed there and still wait for things to develop. And – if they ain't knocked it out of him yet, which all the hits that he done took, I just don't see how Aaron Donald <laughs> getting his couple sacks. Like, like unless he gets no, 10 sacks man. in this game, I just don't see how they're going to stop him. Like, he's not going to give up. He got that 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 new mentality. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Fair enough, man. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you for that wager as soon as we get <laughs> off this, uh, this pod. <laughs> all right, man. So Green man, I know you got to roll out, brother. Um, so we'll kind of we'll, we'll kind of end with this, man. Um, just you know, you've been doing music for a while. You grew up in the church. Who would just like some of your your uh, and we'll pivot here and we'll go back to to Patty as as we kind of move on and let you go, man. But, but who was just some of your your people that you looked up to, kind of production wise or music wise, you know, before you started really making this a profession? Um. Like I said, I was a big fan of R&B. Uh, when I was young, I would get my brother's clothes and dress up like Jodeci, <laughs> like with the big coat and the big boots and big pants. So I, I'm a big fan of R&B music, man. Um, Drew Hill, uh, Tank, Jamie Foxx. Um, so that kind of grabbed my attention. And then when I started playing uh, piano, I saw how we kind of used the same chords in R&B and in gospel. And then when I started producing, it's like, all right, I'm using the same chords in gospel, R&B, and this trap or this hip hop. So um, I, somebody like a Timberland, I, I, I love, 
he 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 has an ear for like a supersonic sound. Um, even guys like for real. Um, both of them being from Virginia, me being from Virginia, it's, it's a VA love. I feel like man, we just musically inclined. Um, from VA. Um, other producers, I gotta say, I'm a, I'm a fan of myself. Um, I can finally say that. Uh, it took a while, but um, I'm becoming a fan of myself. Honestly, um. Every now and then when I take that producer hat off and I put that fan hat on, it's like, oh, oh, I did that shit. Gregory kind of did his thing. Like he, <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Um, and like even artists that produce their own music, uh, J. Cole, Crit, um, I've seen sessions to where they actually sit down and take the time to give awesome production to their work. Um, I'm just a fan of music, man. Uh, it doesn't matter who was coming from. It doesn't matter what genre it is. If it sounds good to my ear, I'ma love it. If I can sample it, I'ma love it even more. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> dope, dope, dope. yeah, man. So that's that's dope, man. Green, like, I know you got to get out of here, man. Thanks for uh, you know, yeah, I gotta go get this stuff. Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah this man, stuff. let us know what you get here, man. Not, nothing less than twenty five, <laughs> ten, and ten. You know what I mean? Oh, I got. You. <laughs> Dope. For sure, man. Dope. Hey, Green, we appreciate you, man. Uh, you know, you're always welcome back here on the couch for anything. It don't have to necessarily be uh, music. It could be right. any of the topics that we talk about, sports, entrepreneurship, so on and so forth. Or if you, shit, if you just want to come on, chop it up. You're more than welcome to, to tap in, man. So Cash is an Eagles fan. your contributions. Too. Yeah, as an Eagles fan. So, you know, I'm starting that pod back it. up. I see it in the background, bro. Oh, you I, see it? I, I love see it. it. Wait, wait. Oh, no, no. That's not it, baby. Yes, That's sir. not it, baby. You know what I'm saying? Just right there, you know what I'm saying? Gotta make them. Hey, this is a, this is something know, certain man. people would never see in their lifetime, Prez. You know that championship know. right there, baby. So you was wrapping up with Green? That's that what was going on. Come on, yeah, can we wrap yeah, it up? Yeah, let, 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 let Green go. Let's <laughs> let Green go, man. Hey, I love what y'all doing here. This is beautiful. Like, uh, it took me a while to even get used to being on platforms like this. But I thank y'all for inviting me. Patty, you already know as well. Always, man. man. When I get aim back to work, uh, he gonna let y'all know about this next oh, project after. That's the very next question. Black exploitation. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna let y'all enjoy. All right, all right. Hey, y'all be peace easy. out, bro. Peace, Love, man. <clears throat> all right. So he left us with the the, the question, mm -hmm. man. How 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 far are we into the black exploitation LP EP? You know, we gonna. I mean, I know you're already mm -hmm. you're on the heels of um, brother round five, man. Right. But you know, I know you guys are constantly in motion. Yeah, man, I love it, man. Just finished brother five, but I ain't never stopped working. But um, yeah, the next Patty and Greenery collaboration will be Black Exploitation, the Black Exploitation, Volume One, and we gonna make this one an EP. Probably we gonna max it out at seven songs, maybe. But we could be less, but we're going to max it out at seven songs. Right now, we got three um, three done, maybe. I'll say that. We got three done. So it's coming crazy. It's coming together crazy, too. Only thing y'all heard was that rough draft I put on my Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was It's fine. on my pen tweet right now. Uh, it's going to be that whole type of vibe. The, the whole tape is that vibe. Perez, I think you're gonna like it. I don't know if you if you saw the uh the tweet that he put out, but hmm. it's it's a vibe, man. It's different, and it's like, damn, he 
Patty can go on this, this type of vibe. Like I got, I got high expectations for that project. And then something I did hear that Green said as far as his love for R and B. In the last time you was on, you had mentioned uh, making a, a a love album or something like that, like or just something yeah. centered around that. Yeah, like so, the Nick Grant he yeah. was saying. Yeah, yeah. So that that's dope, man. That's dope that it's all coming together. Uh, but with that said, Patty, man, um, Prez, you got any more, more questions for him? Yeah, like, uh, so you're starting off your writing process uh, on uh, the Black Sportation. Uh, you're going to stay away from the the quick super team references on this one? You know, you're going to give it time to play out or, or you, do you have any other bits? <laughs> right. We're not, there's barely any, there's barely any sports references. It ain't no, no superhero shit. It's more, um. Literally, I watched a lot of black exploitation films, so I'm talking about like the Truck Turner shits and um, uh, you know Foxy Brown and all that type of uh, you know Uptown Uptown Saturday Night vibes and yeah, we we referencing those. We on that vibe for that tape. <laughs> Damn, it, it. I'm thinking like it's so much, so much that you could get into, mm-hmm. man. Uh, I'm gonna send you a few flicks that that uh me and my pops. Grew up watching together. Man. Yeah, yeah. And, I ain't uh, seen them all. Seen so them. yeah, send me. Yeah, I want to watch most of everything I can, you know? Yeah. Have you ever seen Black Dynamite? Yeah, Black Dynamite. Crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a recent, that's a I recent he, one. Y'all talked about that one on the last episode, right? Uh, on the last no, one. I think it was Dolomite, the Eddie Murphy oh, joint, the recent one that he did. <laughs> redid. Yeah, Dolomite. And the old one yeah. too. Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, there's so many places y'all can go, man. Like you can't, you can't. You can't mess that one mm-hmm. up. All you got to do is do the raps and the, the production got to be on mm-hmm. point. But I could tell with the skits and just different stuff, it, it, it's going to be something to behold, man. So, yo, man, uh, I don't know what else to say, man. I think I think this one is a rap, man. This is a project that's um, really damn good, man. I'm excited that we got seven more rounds of it to go, man, and the different concepts with different producers as you, as you move along. So that that's a dope concept for the project, man, and, and how you put it together as far as life and going through the different trials and tribulations, and it's a 12-round fight. Yeah, we we support we support it wholeheartedly, man. So, But yeah, man, I, that's all I got, Press. You got any last yeah. uh, takes before we let Patty go? Yeah, this was like one of the best listens this weekend. I really do think y'all should go check it out. And uh, as you check this one out, go back on this SoundCloud, check out the Brawler round through one through four. You'll kind of see the evolution and how, how his uh, plan is coming together for this five-round fight, uh, 12-round fight that he's saying that this is going to be. So, uh, yeah, uh, right, right off the jump on this one, though, it grabs you. Eight songs, 21 minutes. Definitely ain't a waste of your time at all. Like, you're, you're going to enjoy it. And especially, like, I'm going to tell you, I, I have my stuff on repeat. The minute that intro come back on, I, like like I said, you come out swinging on it. So I don't want to end when I hear that uh, tune come back on. So Appreciate y'all, bro. For sure. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, built, built this... Built is it built this land or built the land? Built the land is my favorite one off of, off of the whole project. And then right behind that is tied between wrong man and what's love without you. So I'm always a fan of like stuff towards the end. Cause if if it's still hitting towards the end, I know in my heart of hearts and as an MC that you really care. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You wanted every last one to be a banger in that outro is just as sporting as the intro. So in the intro, definitely. That's that goes without saying, man. But without you know, without keeping you further, man, Patty, I'll let you take us out with the last words before we uh, let you go. Moses Dev, yo, first appreciate y'all, man, and 
Brawler 5 everywhere, all platforms. I'm coming in April. I'm dropping something else in April. I'm gonna stay tuned. You know, late April, me, me, me and Furious Styles, we dropping the tape. It's untitled so far, but I'm working on that. <laughs> and um, yeah, Patty Honcho on Instagram, Patty underscore Honcho on Twitter, and Brawler Round Five everywhere. Thank y'all. All right. No doubt, no doubt. So with that said. I'm Cash, one half of the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast team. My man down there that if y'all looking on YouTube land is Mr. Prez. This is episode, what, damn, 148. Yep. You know, this is a wrap, man. We got more, you know, more to come. So y'all definitely tap in music, sports, culture, entertainment each and every week. That's what you can, you guys can, you know, hang your hat on on listening to. So we out. Patty, appreciate you, no man. No doubt. Likewise. Likewise.